Welcome to episode 43 of the Montana Values Podcast. In this show, we'll focus on how the PSC doesn't work for you and it doesn't work for me. Let's talk all about it with our host, Tammy Fisher. Montana's Public Service Commission and Public Service Department is in a shambles. They are wasting our money, lying, and blatantly disregarding Montana law. We talked about the stench from the PSC in past episodes numbers 8 and 18, and recent audit reports, independent audit reports, reveal what we knew to be true. No one has been minding the store at the PSC. And folks, this is important because we have got to learn to not reelect or elect these players to any public office again. They use public office as a cookie jar, and they are the poster boys for the Montana Swamp. These are their names. Write them down. Brad Johnson and Randy Pinocchi. Never, not ever, should we reelect Brad Johnson or Randy Pinocchi. Let's look at the backgrounds of these yahoos. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson is the perpetual candidate for office and is probably the least qualified person to ever hold statewide office in the state of Montana. Corey Stapleton's got to be in there, though. Johnson moved to Montana from Illinois in 1980. He owned an auto parts store and worked for, catch this, folks, Right Now Technologies in Bozeman. Remember who started Right Now Technologies? That's right. Your governor, Greg Gianforte. So Greg now has a gaggle of his employees in elected office to include Steve Daines himself and apparently Brad Johnson. Funny coincidence. Almost seems intentional. Johnson started running for office in Montana when I was 14 years old and some 30 years ago now. First, he ran for Congress in 1990, then he ran for Senate in 2002, then he ran and actually won the Secretary of State position in 2004. But he was such a terrible leader that he lost re-election as Secretary of State to Lyndon McCulloch in 2008. And to lose the job as Secretary of State means you really have to suck at doing the job. Not to be stopped in his zeal to milk the government teat, Johnson then decided he was qualified to run for the Public Service Commission, having never spent a day in the energy or highly regulated monopoly marketplace. But hell, if he thought he was qualified to be a congressman, senator, secretary of state, in his mind, he apparently was qualified to do anything. Well, he ran for the Public Service Commission in 2010, but had to withdraw from that race because of his drinking and driving conviction. He exercises such good judgment that when he was found drunk driving, he blew a .024, only three times the legal limit. Well, that would be embarrassing for most folks, but not Brad Johnson. Nope. After the citation, Johnson had the gall to say he, quote, didn't believe he violated any laws. Of course, that was horseshit. He did violate Montana law. He could have killed someone while violating Montana law. And like his boss at Right Now Technologies and our current governor, instead of owning his conduct right away, he wasted law enforcement's time by requiring them to do a full investigation of his conduct. And as usual, the investigation by the Montana Highway Patrol was lock solid and Johnson ultimately pled guilty. So that took him out of his first run for the Public Service Commission. Then he bellied up to the state pension bar and ran again for Secretary of State in 2012, 
but was once again defeated by Linda McCullough. Not one to have the insight to figure out perhaps Montanans had tired of him, Johnson beat us all to the pulp again by running for public service commissioner in 2014, and he won the seat. Why do you think he keeps winning, Mickey? Name recognition, it's a common name, constant candidate, looks decent in a pair of Wranglers. So clearly Montanans could care less about if there's any brain activity going on there. Like, that doesn't matter in politics, clearly. That would be accurate. And for these positions, paying $109,000 per position on a five-commission board, we're paying well over $750,000 between salary and benefits for these five elected positions, many of whom have no energy experience and no experience in the monopoly industry. That's not the best bang for our buck. Yeah. So he takes the helm of the $109,000 salaried position and then promptly decides to run for governor in 2016. So he finally won a seat on the PSC in 2014 and then apparently figured that maybe it was too complicated of information for him. So he's going to run for governor in 2016. But then after throwing his hat in the ring, he pulls out again because according to him, he couldn't fundraise. And he wanted to, quote, commit to his duties at the PSC. Well, folks, if he was committed to his duties at the PSC, he wouldn't have run for governor only a year into his first PSC term. So that doesn't meet the smell test. So what do we Montana dum-dums do? Well, well, we reelect him to the PSC in 2018. But again, apparently Brad Johnson really didn't like the PSC probably because the issues are complicated and well beyond his intellectual prowess. So in 2020, he ran for Secretary of State again. This leads us to believe that the Secretary of State position must be the easiest state position to hold and get elected to. So he's still at the PSC, much to our chagrin. And according to the audit findings, he continues to underwhelm us with his intelligence and management capabilities. He is dependent on state ratepayers for his income over the past 30 years, but he doesn't have the chops to actually do the work. Worse, he flaunts our laws, blatantly violating them because he just doesn't think the public will care. So that's Brad Johnson in a nutshell. And to top it off, he refers to himself as a Republican, criminal record, fiscal moron, perpetual candidate, and yet refers to himself as Republican. Next, we have Randy Pinocchi, the guy that got elected on campaign promises of being pro-life and pro-Second Amendment, two issues that never, not ever, will reach the desk of the public service commissioner. But what the hell, Montanans apparently didn't care about that inconvenient truth either. Randy Pinocchi was born in Red Lodge, but lives in Sun River, just outside of Great Falls. He began his venture in politics when he was Conrad Burns' statewide director. Having attended classes in computer science at the Great Falls Votech, professionally, Panocci worked in printing sales at Advanced Litho Printing. But he must have pivoted to the all-encompassing, quote, property management after his printing sales gig. Panocci ran for the Montana legislature in 2012, but didn't make it across the finish line. He then ran again in 2015 and won a House position. He figured that his whopping two years on a committee gave him the chops to be a public service commissioner regulating utility monopolies in Montana, probably because based upon the makeup of the PSC, including the fact that 
Brad Johnson held a seat, absolutely no experience, competence, or understanding of the job was necessary to obtain the seat. Well, it works for Hunter Biden. Yeah, right. And at $109,000 a year of ratepayer dollars, it's likely the most money most of the yahoos that sit on the PSC will ever make. Randy Pinochi. Remember the name and pass it by the next time you see it on your ballot. Because these two yahoos, Randy Pinochi and Brad Johnson, have made a mockery of the PSC and bring shame to the Republican Party and Montana. So during the relevant time period of the audit, 2018 to 2020, Brad Johnson is the chairman of the PSC. And Randy Pinochi holds a seat on the PSC. $220,000 of ratepayer dollars, plus benefits, are consumed by these two. So being a position of public trust, we would think that Pinochi and Johnson would have their fingers on the pulse of the activities of the Department of Public Service Regulation, right? Well, that's a terrible assumption. The only fingers these guys had on anything was the state ratepayer dollar cookie jar. But beyond the money issues, Johnson and Pinochi were principally responsible for the cratering culture at the department. Let's take a walk down memory lane. Something was rotten at the PSC in 2019, and the Montana press knew about it. Roger Koopman, a former PSC commissioner, was raising all sorts of hay about how department funds were being spent by fellow commissioners. He was concerned that they weren't following the law. So Koopman publicized his concerns. And what did those who wanted to keep taking from the cookie jar do? Well... When the media asked for public records from the Public Service Commission, instead of releasing those records, they authorized the PSC to sue the media. So the PSC, a commission run entirely by folks who refer them to themselves as Republican, spent Montana ratepayer dollars to sue the media to prevent the same ratepayers that write their paychecks from knowing what they are doing. They literally used our money against us. And as predicted... They lost. And as suspected, the media uncovered that the Department of Public Service Regulation and the PSC are a circus. The media uncovered Montana Public Service Commission documents showing a pattern of bullying, harassment, and spying at the department. The hundreds of emails and official documents reveal a pattern of spying, embarrassing email leaks, and trumped-up claims that led to police investigations that went nowhere. Bullying at the Republican-controlled agency was grade school level. In 2019, PSC staff and fellow commissioner Randy Pinochi began reading through Roger Koopman's emails without Koopman's knowledge. And they did this right after Koopman started raising concerns about misuse of the state credit card and misuse of ratepayer dollars by the PSC. The emails Panucci scrolled through then mysteriously were leaked to a right-wing website, Northwest Liberty News, where they were read aloud and posted for public reading. An investigation into the matter identified PSC Communications Director Drew Zinnaker as the likely leaker. Y'all remember Drew Zinnaker, right? He was on the state dole after this crap came to light before Brad Sheeta decided he needed a spokesperson and hired Drew Zinnaker for the job. So to detract from Koopman's concerns about their fitness for office and misuse of tax dollars, Panochi and Zinnaker 
went on a witch hunt against the other commissioners. Zinnaker even filed a false report with law enforcement, wasting their time and resources. Zinnaker, who also claims to be a Republican, didn't stop with the commissioners who were raising issues about inappropriate expenditures. Nope. As Panocci's right-hand man, Zinnaker terrorized department staff, too. This is why Zinnaker was ultimately forced to exit stage left from the PSC after suckling the government teat for six months of administrative leave for causing a hostile work environment, only to land at the feet of Brad Sheeta begging for a job. You remember Brad Sheeta. He's a Missoula legislator. And since Sheeta can't seem to speak for himself on that $12 an hour wage... He found a way to hire Zinnaker to do the job. So Pinochi and Zinnaker, instead of doing the work of the commission, are fixated on harassing and bullying anyone, including other members of the commission, that they don't like. And they engage in these shenanigans on the ratepayer dime with the intent to harm others. And Brad Johnson sat as the chair of the commission and did nothing to restore order. Nothing. Sat on his ass and did nothing. Nice quality people, right? Folks we want in leadership positions in our state, right? And this is the perfect example of why knowing who you are voting for matters. So the media uncovers all of these shenanigans. But the Legislative Audit Division is responsible for ensuring the procedures utilized by the PSC staff are fiscally sound and compliant with Montana law. And guess what the Legislative Audit Division found? Exactly what the media discovered. That Koopman was right, and the PSC is a shit show. The report issued by the Legislative Audit Division discovered so much horseshit that the current chairman of the PSC wouldn't even sign a management representation letter because he lacked the confidence in the integrity of the information supplied by staff to the auditors. The current chair is James Brown. Even he recognized that the PSC department is in a shambles and didn't want his signature used to verify anything. The auditors wouldn't even provide any assurances that the financial data that they provided was accurate. This is a remarkable departure from common practice. Why? Because the PSC supplied the auditors with falsified information. That's right, folks. When asked for information about department practices and financials, the PSC supplied the legislative auditors with falsified information. Public servants falsifying information under the leadership of Brad Johnson and Randy Pinocci. It's not just a swamp at the PSC, folks. It's a cesspool. How in the world can Montana expect these yahoos to regulate complicated utility monopolies when it can't even regulate itself? Let's talk about some of the information in the audit report. The department has 37 and a half full-time employees. That's a lot of employees, none of which are apparently minding the store. And it includes nine lawyers, nine lawyers for the PSC. And yet this apparently isn't enough lawyers to accomplish all of the PSC tasks because they outsource all PSC litigation. So nine lawyers drawing a salary and any number of private lawyers getting their legal fees paid for PSC work as well. So who funds the PSC? The ratepayers do. You and me. How? Well, funding is a percentage of the gross revenues generated by utility monopolies. So, if you know that you get more funding if you raise rates for the utility monopolies, what's your incentive? 
especially when your hands are all over the department cookie jar. That's right, folks. Your incentive, if you have zero integrity, is to raise rates. Because it's not the net revenues you get a percentage of. It's the gross revenues. And gross revenues for these companies are largely funded by rates from you and I. So, raise rates, get more money for the PSC. How do we know that increasing gross revenues was important to the PSC? Well, the funding source ballooned from $2 million in 2019 to $4 million in 2020. It doubled. And on whose backs? The utility monopolies and ours as ratepayers. And under the eyes of Brad Johnson and Randy Pinocci. So, what did the auditor find? Number one, quote, We, the auditors, give no reliance on the information present in the financial schedules or notes to the financial schedules, end quote. That means the auditors believe the PSC was not forthcoming with the information it provided. Number two, quote, the prior audit had six recommendations, end quote. Yet only two were implemented. So the audit occurs every two years. The prior audit said, hey, you got to do these six things to shore up what's going on here. And what happens under Brad Johnson's leadership? Only two were implemented. So Brad Johnson knew that the last audit report found deficiencies and he did nothing to correct them before this recent audit. Could that be why he tried to run away back to the Secretary of State's office in 2020? Because he knew this report would come out and decisively inform Montanans of his incompetence and willful neglect? Number three, quote, During this audit, we encountered several situations indicative of an unhealthy organizational culture and ineffective leadership, including certain commissioners overriding department controls, end quote. This means the commissioners themselves were not following Montana law and policy with respect to the handling of money. Koopman knew it and pointed it out. Pinocchi then tries to attack Koopman and Brad Johnson just sits back and does nothing. Number four, quote, we identified multiple instances where the department did not comply with state policies, recorded financial activity incorrectly in the state's accounting system, did not establish internal controls over key financial activity, or did not implement prior audit recommendations related to fiscal internal controls and policy compliance. Collectively, the results of our audit procedures cause us to doubt the integrity and competence of certain members of management and the commission, end quote. Well, no shit. We always knew Brad Johnson was incompetent. Add Randy Pinocchi to the list. The auditors wanted to just withdraw from doing the audit. It was so bad. But they can't because they are required by law to complete it. So they were forced to eat the big shit sandwich presented by Brad Johnson and Randy Pinocchi. The auditors found the commissioners didn't follow travel policies and one used the state credit card like an ATM. The commission wasn't sending accounts receivable to collections but only the accounts receivable from one specific debtor. So one debtor gets special treatment at the PSC. The auditors found that there was computer equipment unaccounted for that was purchased with no receipts or inventory. And just like the historical chairs the legislature sold to itself, the PSC decided, in violation of Montana law, that when they were through with our Montana taxpayer property, they would donate the property or recycle it for themselves. So it appears stealing from us taxpayers is a rampant issue in Helena. And the theft 
is by our elected officials. First, it's the historical chairs, and now it's surplus property at the PSC. What about the outsourcing of legal services to private attorneys, despite the fact that nine and a half attorneys are employed by the PSC? Well, they spent about $200,000 in legal fees that they didn't have the authority to spend. How do you like them apples? And some dummies at the PSC decided, either with the assistance of one of the nine and a half lawyers, that collecting tax IDs from utility companies would somehow violate the utility company's privacy. But company tax IDs are public information. Why does this matter? Because instead of collecting from the utility companies money is owed to the PSC, the PSC just wrote off the debts. No attempt to collect because of bogus privacy concerns that don't exist. This is basic shit, people. Basic. The audit says, quote, No one at the department is taking responsibility for any of these issues, even for issues we have communicated in the past, end quote. Isn't that great leadership from our elected politicians? It's awesome. And they think state law is a buffet, that they just get to pick and choose which state laws they want to follow and neglect the rest because no one is watching. So are we going to start watching, folks? Are we actually going to start watching what they're doing? They aren't even smart enough to balance a checkbook. Quote, Department management does not prioritize the completeness and accuracy of the financial information in the state's accounting system and sometimes does not seem to understand the accounting requirements, end quote. Oh, for the love. What about the rats jumping from the ship? Well, the CPA the PSC hired left right before the audit started. Jeez, that's not a sign, is it? So why is this the fault of Brad Johnson? Because the chairman of the PSC exercises authority over staff and the operations on behalf of the commission. And why is this also the fault of Randy Pinocchi? Because instead of minding the store, Pinocchi was helping Drew Zeneker cause a culture shift of such proportion that staff felt it unsafe to disclose to anyone, including the auditors, all of the shenanigans going on at the PSC and the willful violations of Montana law. So no one was willing to be a whistleblower because they were afraid. And yet all of these folks try to tell us they serve the public, and that's horseshit. They serve themselves, and Brad Johnson and Randy Pinocchi are the tip-top of the list, followed by hooligan Drew Zinnaker. So what happens now, Montana? How is the PSC going to be held to account? Well, the auditors will present their report to the Legislative Audit Committee. That committee is supposed to do something with these findings. They meet June 7th and 8th. But will they do something? Doubt it. Remember, some of these Legislative Audit Committee members may be sitting on those stolen historical chairs that the legislature sold to itself. So the chances of them doing anything but sternly condemning the PSC for its shoddy practices? Unlikely. Because the new chair has promised reform already. And we hope he's successful. But will they do anything to Panocci and Johnson? Nah. They won't. Just watch. But if you care to tell the committee members what you think, here's a roster of the committee members to contact. Kim Abbott. Denise Heyman. Emma Kerr Carpenter, Terry Moore, Matt Regeer, Jerry Schillinger, Jason Ellsworth, John Esp, Pat Flowers, 
Tom Jacobson, Tom McGilvery, and Mary McNally. What are we going to do to drain the cesspool, Montana? Because the more we dig, the more we find the swamp isn't just in D.C. It's in Helena, Montana. Thank you for taking us with you on your journey today. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Montana Values Podcast. Consider sponsoring the show by going to our website, montanavaluespodcast.com, locating the sponsor page and clicking on the donate button. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at MTValues. Find us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your favorite Montana value? How do you live it? Write to us. Our email address is montanavaluespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.